You're listening to Public Safety First, a podcast to help you learn about the First Responder Network Authority and how you can be part of the future of public safety technology. And now, your host, Dave Buchanan. Welcome to the Public Safety First podcast. I'm, t- I'm here today in Boonesboro, Maryland, in Washington County with Sheriff Doug Mullendor. Uh, we're going to participate in an event later today where we're going to commemorate the one-year anniversary since Maryland opted into FirstNet. Um, the sheriff was one of the first customers, um, the, the first customer of FirstNet in the state of Maryland. And we're going to have an opportunity to discuss that um, and, and, and really celebrate the, the achievements um, that we've been able to accomplish here in this last 12 months in bringing FirstNet to first responders in, in the state of Maryland. Uh, Maryland plays an important role in the history of FirstNet. Um, Maryland was the first state to initiate their public safety state uh, consultation meeting back in 2014. Maryland was the first state to get their state plan and have a meeting with the governor's staff regarding their state plan in 2017. And Maryland was one of the first states to opt in um, just just a year ago. So I'm, I'm personally delighted to be back here in Maryland. I've always enjoyed working with public safety in Maryland and glad we can have this partnership to bring, uh, again, bring the first responder network um, to first responders in Maryland. Um, welcome to the podcast, Sheriff. Thank you. I appreciate being here. Um, before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about your background? How did you get into law enforcement? Well, it's kind of unique, actually. I, I uh, always wanted to be a physician when I was growing up, and uh, even when I went to college. I went to uh, college to get into med school, and I ran out of money in my junior year of college, and I tried to get into med school earlier by taking the, the exams, and that didn't uh, work so well. So I came home, decided I would work for a year and then go back. When I came home, there was a position open as a police officer for the town of Boonesboro. And uh, I accepted that position and I loved it because I I love kids, I love to be able to work with kids. And that position allowed me to do that and so that's what I've been doing ever since. That's terrific. Um, Under your leadership as a sheriff, Washington County has been at the forefront of modernizing public safety communications. Your agency, as I mentioned earlier, was the first to subscribe to the network in the state of Maryland and among the first in the nation. Um, Tell me a little bit about your decision to bring FirstNet as another tool for your deputies uh, and what um, you hoped FirstNet service would help help you deal with. Actually, I started working with the uh, committee that was formed by the uh, state government to start looking at FirstNet and to put together the plans for uh, FirstNet. And so uh, I was very excited about what the opportunities uh, were going to be uh, for FirstNet and and what it would make available to uh, first responders in uh, the country. And uh, so for for us, communication had always been a problem. We're in a rural county, we have a lot of mountains, and we have areas that are very, very difficult to uh, penetrate uh, with uh, uh, voice, and we had uh, a little bit of data uh, at that time, but uh, it was not uh, sufficient for what we were looking for. And I know you had some um, significant flooding earlier this spring, required a, uh, an entire community response, your office working with the local fire department and other county offices. Uh, can you tell me about this disaster and your response efforts and how FirstNet um, helped with that? Yes, uh, the flooding was actually in the southern portion of Washington County. We received about nine uh, nine inches of rain in less than uh, a couple of hours. 
and we had uh, multiple bridges uh, that were uh, washed away. We had a number of roads that were completely washed away. Um, and these were ma major thoroughfares for uh, the southern portion of Washington County. Um, so we activated and uh, set up a command post at the Potomac Valley Fire Company, uh, which is in a low valley between two mountains. And so you can imagine the, the communications, just voice uh, alone was very difficult. Uh, there was practically no uh, data at all. And uh, so I, I got on the phone to uh, FirstNet Partners, uh, called them at about five o'clock in the evening. Uh, they uh, got on the ball and started a uh, uh, satellite truck to us from Atlanta, Georgia. It was here the next day at 3 o'clock, took them about 30 minutes to set up, and from that point forward we had wonderful communications. Uh, we had our Maryland Incident Management team here, so we use a lot of uh, computers and, and uh, other things to uh, support the efforts. And uh, so once the satellite truck was set up, and FirstNet was operational, uh, we had no difficulties from that point forward. I'm sure you were um, had other events that you were responsible for before you had FirstNet. Describe what that was like um, and, and, and how FirstNet has filled maybe some of those gaps or challenges. I, th I think the most memorable for me is prior to uh, the president being elected as, as the president, he had a rally at our local airport and there were about 5,500 people there, all of which were texting, taking photographs, using Instagram, etc. Uh, we were having a lot of difficulty with people parking in areas they weren't supposed to be parking. So I went up into uh, with uh, our helicopter and took photographs that I wanted to send to the people on the ground so that I could uh, give them instructions on where they needed to uh, remove the people from parking so we could uh, keep the flow of traffic. And uh, I couldn't download the pictures. The uh, event was over uh, probably several hours before the pictures even, mm -hmm. even arrived to them. Uh, so, uh, you know, data and uh, just wasn't even available at that time. Since that time with FirstNet, you know, with having uh, priority and preemption, um, you know, we're able to do those things even if we were to have that rally today, we would be able to communicate without any difficulty um, because we would have the priority uh, over everyone else. So we've talked about how FirstNet uh, has helped you at the, the, the disaster, we've talked about how it could have helped you at the special event. Tell me a little bit about how your deputies are able to use FirstNet on a daily basis. Sure. We, we uh, have mobile data terminals in our vehicles and uh, having the ability to communicate uh, with data and uh, our records management system. For example, I, there, we have a tunnel through AT&T back to uh, the county. And so I can even log into my desktop from anywhere um, that I have coverage. And I can get documents, I can uh, do pretty much anything. Uh, our deputies are, are the same way. Um, we just purchased some portable radios and even the radios that we've purchased uh, have LTE FirstNet capability and so uh, down the road we will actually be implementing that as well because we still have areas of the county where land mobile radio uh, is not effective but uh, data is so we would be able to communicate in those areas as well. So tell me a little bit more about Washington County. I know we're in a rural part of the state. Um, what are some of the unique challenges you all face because of the um, environmental, geographical, remoteness of some of the place you're required to serve. What's that like? 
Washington County is shaped uh, very similar to the state of Maryland. It's in an L shape, with the city of Hagerstown being kind of the hub in the center. And to respond from one area to the, of the county to the next, even in an emergency situation, would be well over an hour. It's 458 square miles. We have a population of about 150,000 people. And uh, unfortunately, um, in, particularly in the southern portion of Washington County, uh, we have a, a river where we have a lot of tubers, we have a lot of kayakers and things of that uh, nature. And it's very, very difficult to communicate in, in those areas by land mobile radio because the uh, mountainous terrain and the valleys tend to uh, block the signal. So uh, we are able to communicate with FirstNet uh, by via our phones and so forth. So uh, when we're in areas that we can't communicate by uh, land mobile radio, we are able to communicate back with our dispatch center and uh, to our duty officers and so forth. So you mentioned um, LMR and we're here to talk about obviously FirstNet and data and LTE. Um, tell me about your, um, from your vantage point, how public safety communications has evolved over the your, your, your career in law enforcement, what, what are the challenges you've seen and um, what, what, what's, what, what's your perspective on, on that evolution? Well, when I first started out, we didn't even have portable radios at that point. Um, uh, the ones that, that were available were huge uh, because they were all tube radios. Um, and particularly in the summertime because you didn't have air conditioning, it got very uh, hot in the car. Um, over a period of time, then we started getting uh, transistor uh, digital type, uh, or I should say analog radios, but they were uh, digital in, in format. But um, it was still very, very difficult to communicate. Um, the signals didn't always penetrate in, in a lot of areas. Uh, in 2006, we did get a digital uh, communication system with portable radios uh, so that um, portable on the hip coverage um, was available at that point. Um, but we still have areas of the county and buildings within the county that we still can't communicate. Uh, as an example, our local hospital was built after the communication system was built and uh, there are areas within the hospital that we cannot communicate with uh, as far as land mobile radio. Uh, but again, with FirstNet through data, we are still able to communicate. We have some large warehouses uh, built in the county that are uh, nothing but steel, and being able to communicate out of those is also very difficult. So it's very, been very, very challenging over the years, but certainly has gotten a lot better, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. One of the things that, that we do also is for all of our schools, our hospital, and some of our larger businesses, we actually have created uh, virtual tours. Um, so. We can have that available to us if we have an incident in one of the uh, schools, for example. We know exactly what's around the corner. We know where all the uh, light switches are. We know where the air conditioning units are, uh, any intercoms, etc. And we use that capability to um, do planning and uh, react to any kind of incidents that occurs. Well, I really appreciate hearing uh, your story about FirstNet and how FirstNet's working in Washington County. Appreciate your time today. I want to thank you for joining the podcast and uh, looking forward to our further discussions later on today. Absolutely. I am as well. Thank you for having me. Thanks.
Thanks for listening today. We're excited to have you join our podcast community. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You can learn more about the First Responder Network Authority at FirstNet.gov and learn about FirstNet products and services at FirstNet.com.